everyone welcome back to black o'clock reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode of westworld we are trucking into season three this is episode one parse dominion um <laughs> i did not look up what the title meant i uh may recall to do that in the next episode but this one was written by lisa joy and jonathan nolan directed by jonathan nolan premiered march 15th of 2020 and i gave it a 9.8 out of 10 i believe it was shy who said i bet the next season is gonna feel completely different than the previous season and i think that she's probably gonna feel spot on as it feels as if we have transcended into a whole new world where uh d queen is fucking taking people down left and right in the one percent of the universe and we get introduced to a human character who kind of feels as if he is uh charlie brown constantly walking around with that freaking rainstorm above him look on down from the bridge it's still to make sure nothing was going right in this guy's life (laughs) we start the episode with one of my favorite sound effects yeah uh, if you don't have it in your head then what i just did doesn't make any sense but (laughs) sounded perfect in my brain there is a divergence in bay hey or bay high china I wonder what that could be. A man is yelling at his stockbroker, his name is Jerry, about the massacre at Delos. And he says that he wants to sell his entire share, except the transaction is blocked until the news can be verified. So that's interesting. We're just now doing that in 2021 after we had four years of an actual president spreading fake news so he must stand in line and he's upset about this because he pays the man so that he does not stand in line like sir you're one percent of a one percent of another one percent i don't know why you thought you was at top but of course most arrogant people do wifey thought with all this screaming going on it was a good time to announce that it was dinner Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Everything in this new future is Siri controlled. And while part of me was delighted and thinking, oh, that would be so nice. The other part of me, that 100% <laughs> hood side of me is like, nah, that shit can get hacked. He takes something that is much better than NyQuil or melatonin. And I need to get me some of that to go to sleep or take the edge off. It sounds like something that the entire world will get addicted to. But if you've looked at the pharmaceutical company, you know we're already there. As he reaches for wifey pretending to be asleep because she moved away. 
He's like, girl, I know you're not actually asleep. And when you go into town tomorrow, you're going to have security because it ain't safe. And I'm not sure why he felt that way, except it was a possessive move, which we learn he kind of has a thing with that. And just like that, my fears are verified as the system is hacked into starting the backyard fire, amongst other things. Jerry wakes up with a gas mask on and opera music. That would be terrifying to me. I'd also know not to call for security, but then again, I'm terrified. So maybe <laughs> resorting to behaviors like someone help me is pretty reasonable, especially if you're zip tied as well. His system has been reduced to its core functions and can only turn on the lights. And Eunice has been put in a coma as her husband finds himself without any assistance. He sees a woman swimming naked in the pool with first dark and then familiar hair. I like the way they played with that, even from the beginning of what the story was going to be regarding his uh, closeted secret. Of course, we know who it is. It's Dolores, the death bringer Abernathy. She stepped into the door after she got out the pool, put that dress on, like... Hello, motherfucker. She is on her white woman, Finn Fatale, which, let's do a sidebar for a moment, was problematic for obvious reasons. <laughs> Uh, in the fandom, if you were not in the fandom at this time, uh, considering Evan Rachel Wood was herself a victim, uh, Dolores could do absolutely nothing wrong, considering she was the most despised character, unfairly, mind you, for two seasons straight before this. But season three, uh, the rise of... <laughs> the Trump woman and what do I mean by white feminism let me break it down to you feminism means you know rights for equal rights for all women white feminism means just Caucasian it's us against the world like they don't have any fucks everyone else is the enemy and they um yeah they're they're very special they're not with the movement so I have to disassociate them because they're a different breed. And I associate them to Trump women because that's what they mostly are. And Karens. Definitely Karens. Um, I digress, but going back to <laughs> um, how this was played out in season three in just about most conversations uh, particularly online white feminists and William apologists and enthusiasts or enthusiasts that's the other one's not a word <laughs> alike they all dissolved the primarily Caucasian fandom into various factions uh, meanwhile the fan favorite Maeve became the punching bag on all fronts with sense profoundly lost. And that fandom, like myself, was bitterly butthurt 
as our voices were drowned out in the face of being absolutely marginalized. So if you wanted a spot, check into what it was like to watch this season. (laughs) There you go. Back to the program. Uh, Dolores is falsely hurt. He can't recall the time he came to the park and raped her during his bachelor party, getting some things out of his system before his first wife, who died. She rubs it in the tactical era of wanting to be the dominant species, but building their world around technology very much like herself. She's come to Buddha and admits that she has hurt so many people. She's rather done with that unless they come for her first, which she predicts that Jerry will do because she read his profile. She said his book. He's like, what book? I didn't publish any biographies. She's like, um, you're so stupid. She said, silly rabbit, Delos was selling you and shows him the memories they both wish to forget regarding his temper and his first wife who he murdered. If you do hear any stopping, I will do my best to edit it out, but the kids are all in and it's after eight, so I cannot blame them. I'm going to have to work with what I got to work with. (laughs) Um, She is able to digitally alter his worldview via the glasses that he has strapped onto his face, and it's clear he didn't keep his temper in the park beating her then preventing her from leaving by killing her. He also has a thing for Asian women. Dolores wants money. She hasn't been in the world long, but knows she needs to have it. Money ain't a motherfucking bribe. It's a sport I invented to win when I watch. And own all the rights and the lights and the locks. Even own all the ice and the Sprite you just dropped. Get money. She tells him, I drained your accounts when you were sleeping, but the last thing I need is something that you stowed away when you worked at insight something that the company is unaware that you have in your possession some files that you were going to use in case of emergency she needs as an ace in her hole against her enemy as a competitive advantage since she is the last of her kind for now she still plans to fully bring her kind into the real world and this is where later on in the season we are going to have some issues <laughs> because she makes her plans rather pristine like even despite her peeps being like yeah i want to go off in the universe and um live there she's still making plans for them to have a place in this world and not being all by herself or the last of her kind despite them wanting nothing to do with this world like keep that in mind Like, they made a choice, and she was like, yeah, I'm gonna let you make that choice for now. Jerry still can't control his temper, and trying to swing at Dolores after she gets what she wants, doesn't comprehend she's a digital projection, and slips and falls the way wifey did, and dies. Cover, 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 chameleon! You come and go. You come and go. Love it would be easy if your colors were like my dream. Red, gold, and green. 
Eunice wakes and asks who she is and Dolores is gonna say I set you free and I'm like um ma'am unless you about to slide me some footage of your ass killing him and tying him up and all that what you just did was leave a person of color at the crime scene of a wealthy man whose accounts are now drained and it looks like I am the prime motherfucking subject you also left me absolutely nothing to gain from any type of settlement because he is now broke you didn't think to put a trust fund aside so that i could take care of myself no all those years taking care of him was for nothing thank you for the same this is fucking awesome i just wish we didn't even have that scene because it was not necessary i saved you like what do you, you i may have my own plans of saving myself okay yeah yeah thank you for killing the pain in my ass sure but i'm not sure where i'm getting anything out of this deal that i may have arranged on my own you're making a lot of assumptions is all i'm saying intro has changed i didn't talk too much about the season two intro so i decided to be more attentive this time a eagle flying into the sun dual reflection coming closer to the surface of the water the piano is being played by the mechanical hands duo faces rising above the water maybe a circular object which we now know is Riho it's Rehoboon but I'm just gonna call it Riho lighting up the robot falling to the bottom uh, revealing its or the host anyway revealing its insides as the more mechanical function so the old maybe falling while the new rises as Icarus flies into the sun and of course the feathers are being burned away and then the skeleton is submerged in blood i'm sure this will all make a whole lot of sense before the end of the season we then jump into a divergence in los angeles minor irregularities we meet caleb aaron paul's character who is at once ignoring a call from francis while simultaneously recalling an old conversation where he asks how he is doing being back it seems from the army into civilian life working fiber to pay the bills francis is played by kid cuddy he isn't too impressed caleb with technology making life better for the future that has unfolded seeing as his co-workers are a bot named george which i'm guessing is responsible for his security but also can do the exact same job it's kind of uh like you're you're just as useful as a robot that can do basic ass work basically saying you're basic <laughs> um they just put it on a little thick with caleb in my humble opinion that's just my humble opinion uh, they climb in society it turns out via scoring it would seem with francis encouraging him to stick to the plan as currently he ignores another call from him during his lunch break he asks if he is going to consider turning his implant on which we saw apparently the drugs can be admitted via the implant is my guess on how this works Caleb responds that the rough edges are what is basically keeping him sane at this point as he is in the hospital with his mother who has dementia 
and needs to go into a downsized facility because he can't afford the one that has dolphins swimming on the ceiling. He works night shift via a criminal app where you can make money, motherfucker, (laughs) by choosing your crime of choice. He selects redistribute jobs, no personals, as we watch a train handoff of some goods. Apparently, the system picks the people for the best jobs, but doesn't know where that leaves people like him, though he doesn't mind sitting at an open bar, or I don't even know, patio, at the bottom of the barrel as he meets interesting folks, such as the black tag team duo who show up with dreads having a shirt that lights up his mood currently it's amused as he's dripping apparently stats means or stats mean a whole lot in doing personals ups your chances of getting better positioning and i'm like is that involving physical crimes and i believe that we show that that's exactly what it means which is rather shitty with caleb choosing to be an underachiever because he doesn't want to go out and kill people or do things that involves uh just harming people in general mostly just doesn't want to do what the system tells him to get ahead i think Sis has knocked out all the cameras in the area using some type of device, which also can blare music through people's earphones or their eye gear just for giggles before heading off to do their ATM grab job. While dude is bored waiting, I know he's a football player, but I think it's LaShawn Martin, I think maybe, but I also know who this other woman is, but I cannot remember her name right now. (laughs) And I did not Google it because if you cannot tell already, I'm just a little lazy on the Sunday. Uh, While dude is bored waiting, he's amused again when the explosion occurs, then distracted before they all head away. You made money, motherfucker. I just love that app. (laughs) Charlotte already smoking heads into the boardroom where brompton is not down with her leadership considering she is only too optimistic considering their stock is in the toilet their brand is massacred and the lawsuits are still pending settlements when the man mentions the 113 people who died she replies well they're just most board members and park employees then she mutes him when he calls her inhumane she is planning to go private with delos the funding likely from the bank accounts dolores has been draining while charlotte plays acting ceo however she still needs a missing board member named williams approval but apparently there's a computer proxy that agrees with her to not only pool their resources in the next 48 hours but to start post-production this this is not okay dolores also has made bernard public enemy number one and the man responsible for the massacre (laughs) at delos 
We check in with our former head of behavior in hiding somewhere as he pretends to be Armando Delgado or Armand Delgado. I'm sure there's an anagram in there. I didn't think to look it. My man is working at a meat plant, butchering up all those uh, cows, even the ones that are maimed. And there are two plant ruckers who clearly recognize him and could not be any less conspicuous. Bernard heads to his tent home where he does an analysis on himself, revealing that he is in his own personal hell. He is terrified that Dolores is going to take over somehow, some way, because she brought him back and he doesn't trust her for five seconds to have brought him back without some ulterior motive. And because he's been used so much, he's got PTSD. In London, UK, under elevated scrutiny, Dolores shows up at a gala changing into more appropriate dress to greet Liam Dempsey, who is behind Rehobian. That's why I call her Reho, because it sounds so weird when I try to say the whole name. <laughs> and is being honored for his father's work, several people point out. Reho apparently fixed algorithms. D-Queen goes by Laura to his friends and they know all about him meeting her a month ago in Burma. Liam's friends is like, or the one that's high, it's like we're living in a simulation inside of a simulation. And then there was that 2% of the fandom that was going down really, really deep rabbit holes. And I think that that was a slight at those fans. She thinks it may be because even as an atheist, there's a part of the brain, of human brain, built to believe in some type of higher power and names the muscle for that. Seriously, can Dolores look any less like a robot as she stares at Liam and McConaughey's? 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 <laughs> Talking. His partner wants to meet with him. She overhears. And he makes it clear it's not really an option. He asks Laura to come with him, and after some small resistance, she agrees. Back to Caleb, who's just the most depressed person ever, being told to allow the program to work, except his benefits are conditional upon him participating in this counseling type of program. He chose to ignore Francis' call once again and chooses to make money with a party cleanup where a dude with high net worth took some limbics and now he has lost his damn mind and must come down they have to basically tranquilize his ass despite not wanting to do personals he is kind of dragged into the situation of holding him down uh, to save him from going to jail he punched the dude with the dreads who went from angry or went from amused to angry and socked him in the mouth don't call it a comeback Caleb believes that the system is rigged for others to win and how is or how he is disenfranchised with life as it is. As they fly into LA, Liam and Dolores, he tells her that he can see the plan from the sky while Dolores credits him with making the plan and he coyly demurs saying that he is just a technology company. He introduces her to Riho and I'm like damn it's just in the middle of the building like that. 
But maybe it's not even the real one. We never know. <laughs> but then again, why wouldn't it just be in a building like this? A computer that pretty much predicts strategies, building a path for everyone, which is something his dad was into, sounds awfully familiar. He also believes that his dad may have loved his work more than he loved his son. And this is all about, you know, how we treat our children. It's a big theme in Utopia if you watch that show. But I think that that is to be something that should be examined a lot more than people do. We have a tendency to say, you know, oh, well, your childhood is, you know, you grow up, you got to move on from that or rise above. And it's not as easy. And I used to be one of those people. Um, and it's not nearly as cookie cutter or as uh, black and white as that. McConnell's draws Liam away to his meeting. Dolores follows renting a bike and leasing an apartment at the Indigo as a cover to why she would have been in the area. That was very smart. Seeing it was across the street from the interaction and she uses her spy glasses to see what's going on. Liam is told there is turbulence in the data and that someone's accessing it and he is possibly compromised to which Liam replies to fuck off as he's secure and to look at his own people. McConnell's face at that moment. Oh, don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Liam tries to prove he has big boy pants by letting on the fact that uh, we, more like he, should be considering his own issues with Delos. And he wonders if he's been peeking where he should not be and gets a more in emphatic? Is that the right way to say that? <laughs> threat calling and an inconvenience to kill him but that they'd have his daddy system to strategize how to figure it out <laughs> Bernard is found out by the two employees and has to go into beast mode to handle the situation using a remote control to control his host side Dolores is putting her dress on and makes a beeline for the panicking Liam wanting him to allow her to help him because he trusts her after a month pillow talk my enemy my Ella he reveals he's just a figurehead locked out of the system after his father died by the original architect and has no idea what the system is doing he was just about to drop all the tea when Martin comes in, tases and drugs her and tells him, yeah, so I did a background check, but I just kept feeling in my gut something was wrong with this heifer. And then after what was just revealed in that conversation, um, the obvious answer is obviously in front of us. <laughs> so I did another one and we caught it the second time, which is the fact that this is not the person who she says she is and she also has a gun in her purse they hire local muscle to take care of the situation as she arranged a rendezvous they don't know if it's corporate espionage or maybe she was just trying to take him for all his money but they're going to meet up with her partners and take care of the situation clean up the mess he's like make sure it doesn't blow back on me because he doesn't want to admit that his feelings just got hurt of course fate would have it that Caleb would be said hired muscle. He is dropping off the dope and the vehicle. 
that he was like do you know how to drive one of those things because i don't know what driving is if you've never watched the feed watch that show it is such a great commentary on how negatively technology and the more we rely on it it can impact some of our basic human functions i really love that show i wish it had been renewed for a second season but alas i can never have nice things uh for some reason caleb got real nosy how i don't do personals and then felt the need to say this is not the first time a gun's been in my face this is not the first time i've been shot in the face before walking away Dolores turns on Martin when a car rolls up with someone that looks a lot like him inside. Love the car camera angle as she ran that dude over and gives chase to Martin as he gets away before uh, or after she kills all of his men. Caleb is going through my best black friend died and I miss him so much pain. Telling Francis he needs to find something real because he is dead and chooses to unsubscribe to the counseling disavowing his benefits because the real francis said that you had to make your own way in this life and doing the thing many men do when they're at a loss run to rescue a damsel in distress except dolores is doing just fine having caught up with martin in the park shooting him down before getting the name sirak as the man that controls the system she wants to know how to find him he tells her she won't need to find him as he's already likely looking for her he thinks he'll never get close or she'll never get close to liam now she said yeah i've already thought of that as a clone of host clone martin shows up to finish him off dolores is struck by one of the men that are really attached to their duty because i would have said uh he did i don't know what's going on but i'm not getting paid to uh to stick around and find out sending martin off as she gets back to dropping bodies hold up i'm busy killing these bitches the bike running that dude over was epic before stumbling into an alley and into the arms of caleb who is so ready for a life makeover But that is not the end of the episode no no if you stayed past the credit scene you would have saw our Maeve Millie waking up in what seems to be some 1940s attire in a mauve type of dress she opens the windows and finds herself in Nazi Italy look at this look look and like westworld raj world it is not out of the realm of possibility that the one percent of caucasians would want to go back in time to nazi world i didn't know this but apparently uh, a great deal of uh, americans are german I-, I read this statistic somewhere and i was very uh <laughs> i found myself rubbing my chin chinny chin chin for quite some time after that uh and then when i consider the the irish side of things and if you know anything about the irish side of things yeah i'm not gonna go down the rabbit hole with you here (laughs) 
Um, you know what we're putting together, which explains a lot. Um, so I think I've said all I needed to say. I can't wait for the next episode. I thought this was a good, solid premiere. It still stands up as a good, solid premiere. Um, you know, maybe things will change as this is not the first time I've seen this season where I'll have differing views. I'm sure I'll have some of the same, but maybe I'll get different angles. You know, I've read a lot of different books. I've gotten a lot of uh, other life experience since this show has premiered. Maybe I have a different, um, a different outcome on or outlook on how certain things went down. So I'm excited for these now seven episodes we have to go cutting the season short i think was a huge mistake something like this that is so dense in itself making it any shorter does it no favor so i think that definitely was an automatic um just a a misfortune for the season to start it off that it would be cut so much more in length than it did its uh, predecessors So let's hop on into the mailbag. Christina is me shy I am here to talk about Westworld season 3 premiere um, yes as as you know I'm loving this show and again I am back to square one with understanding what the hell is going on <laughs> which I knew I mean I already knew that you know just like with season one and two is totally different feel totally different theme and um, so I knew you know going in that it would be definitely have a different feel and we'd be going a totally different route so not too surprising that that happened it's just wow it's you know just when you think you have a grasp on this show and what could potentially be going on they throw you for another loop and then you're back to square one and you're trying to figure out things so which is good I love that I love coming into a season not knowing what to expect and being thrown curveballs at the curveballs we were introduced to new characters in this one we didn't see some old characters but i'm sure we'll see some of them um not gonna lie i was very happy not to see william and i'll be very happy if we went as long as possible without seeing william um we didn't see Maeve either so sad but um i'm sure we'll be seeing her and then you know because you know i remember you <clears throat> saying she's in the season so i think you said William in the season too um i didn't see teddy so i don't know you know she latched on to some new dude so i don't know if teddy is a thing of the past or what um but yeah but yes i enjoyed this episode very much so i'm back to being in the dark i'm back to spending the whole season trying to figure out what's going on and what's the end game and what you know Dolores trying to do with this new um this tech company that she's trying to get information from insight um but we started out with her uh meeting up with this douche Jerry this wife beater which so I'm not too sad that uh, you know what his uh ending was 
it seemed poetic that it that's how it ended because it it seems like that's how his first wife died and he's the asshole that covered it up so not too sad to see him go but that's how we got the information about this company this past company that he had in sight which got Dolores on her um on the path that she was on throughout this episode she started to make nice with Liam who she thought was the the head of this company only to find out later on oh great my son called so I lost my train of thought so I don't know I was saying uh, oh yeah Liam I was, think I was talking about Liam and her trying to get in the the inside track and I don't remember his bodyguard's name but yeah he was looking suspicious throughout this whole episode so um wasn't too surprised that um he ended up you know calling her out on her bs um of course that was still badass the whole thing that happened I, I knew she was playing possum I'm like she's not a real person like so whatever they're doing to her other than you know she was playing you know playing dead and going along with it for uh, and gathering information as she went that's what I was thinking and so wasn't too surprised that that whole that whole scene happened with her um beating the shit out of everybody and everybody <clears throat> killing them all and you know very surprised about the host that she because again that tells you how far ahead that she's thinking she already strategically putting things in place she's got charlotte at the host charlotte at the um board at the company you know going that angle getting those moving those parts uh talking about how the company's gonna go private and of course the board members are not on board with that of course we find out it's three months later from the season finale to now and that 113 people died in that whole massacre that took place on Westworld so yeah that is a PR nightmare so I'm surprised that they've recovered or they're or they're well I guess that's what Charlotte was trying to say or the board was trying to say that you know it's it's not been that long and it was a shit show with all those people dying so um but yeah we'll see how that goes because obviously it's all connected um we are introduced to a new character caleb um and yeah i something yeah i knew that there was something off you know something told me that francis guy was not alive and then sure enough it turn comes to find out it's a treatment part of a treatment program that they have futuristic treatment program which i thought was pretty interesting so they used a voice and the thoughts and feelings of his friend to try to help him move on and get over his I guess depression anxiety whatever and get him you know going with life again and so yeah that was pretty neat I thought so um of course he's gonna link in in the end with Dolores I was wondering where they were going with that whole thing um with him and then now at the end he he bumps it you know he runs into her after doing that job for Rico which I thought was funny you know like uh the two options are no I like being basic 
and fuck yeah it's like those are the two options that's it so um thought that was funny and um I know y'all don't watch football but I obviously y'all know I do so I saw a former former football player running back well I'm sure he was still I don't know when this came out but he might have still been playing when he did this um episode Marshall Lynch from uh running back for Seattle um Seahawks and a little bit with Oakland Raiders and yes I know that because Seattle Seahawks are a rival team of my team so I know him very well and uh yeah I liked his shirt I thought that was funny the emo shirt with all the emotions sad angry amused and he had the amused um uh, highlighted or lit up so I thought that was funny and so yeah and um of course like I said with Caleb you know he's talking to it's like he's talking his thoughts through um with Francis and he kept declining the call so I guess that those are his like automated reminders to to talk about what's going on or have or like a mini therapy session or whatever um I think the guy was saying the actual therapist was like that's you know have you been like, talking to Francis so I guess between therapy sessions with the therapist he's supposed to be interacting with the Francis I AI Francis or whatever um so I thought it was interesting that he said that they built the world to be a game and it's rigged so that they always win and so of course I'm trying to find like little easter eggs little you know clues and crumbs to see if it means anything and if I just thought that was interesting and I thought it was interesting when Dolores was in or aka Laura (laughs) as she was called in this episode um when she was in London that one guy was talking about how there is a simulation within a simulation so I'm wondering if that has any meanings or any bearings on things because again I'm suspicious of everything people say now it's like does that mean something does that mean something so I don't know I'm trying to catch on but it's not easy when you don't really know what's happening or what is supposed to happen so what might end up being important and that's the whole point behind it did anybody else when um when Dolores stepped out of that car and in the black dress and then she switched it to the gold dress I was like (laughs) that was the bomb I'm like oh my god (laughs) that is so genius I I mean I I had to rewind it and watch it again like how in the world (laughs) that was oh my god that was good I loved it I love that scene then we have Bernard who is uh I don't know where he was on some farm and then working at some meat plant um being on the DL because as we found out from Charlotte he's um enemy number one they they framed him for all of it so that was messed up like wow holy cow so Dolores definitely um even though I I mean maybe that was part of her plan and why she let him live or let him go on so that he can take the hit for everything that happened and or I don't know it's a game that they're playing because she I mean they're they're like I don't what do you call it 
I want to call him arch enemies, but he's there to stop her, and she's okay with him being there to stop her, or try to stop her, I should say, um, but, yeah, that, that, I mean, I love that scene, that fight scene, he was like, um, please don't let me hurt him badly, don't let me hurt him too badly, so he's able to program himself, or switch on and off, yeah, that was a bit confusing as a way he was doing, it seemed like he was, like, doing analysis and making sure that he wasn't being uh taken over or programmed by someone else or whatever the case may be so i thought that was interesting and he's going to the west worlds in in china in the off the islands of china or somewhere um <clears throat> so that's trying to see what friend he's trying to go see because it seems like everybody's dead um i can't imagine unless ford he's talking about the ai version of ford is at this um westworld park that he's going to not too sure but very interested in seeing where that goes because i'm sure at some point because he says he's there to he's trying to figure out how to save save them when he was fighting those before he started fighting those guys those meatheads so um i think he's yeah that's his way of you know going active and getting that started getting a getting the ball rolling on that well this episode was called parse Damin, and I, I actually had to look that up because i really thought i wanted to know what that meant and if it how it tied into this episode and it said that it meant spare lord or spare your people and of course in this episode dolores was equating herself to a god um when she was talking to the jerry guy um so yeah she's a, she has a god complex right now and yeah there's just <laughs> she doesn't think she's methodically you know systematically however you want to put it you know infiltrating these uh tech companies and trying to get the get the um the inside track on all of that so yeah that's gonna be scary because i couldn't figure out how she would like because it's not it's only her and charlotte at this point now this other guy the bodyguard but of course she has uh control over technology and at this point technology rules the day so it makes it a lot easier to for her plan to work because everything is so tech technologically driven um, just like with the Jerry guy and her being able to control his house. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be interesting how that, you know, go about that. Again, machines taking over and it's possible because we saw Terminator. We saw the futuristic world where the machines had taken over. So it is possible for it to happen. But like I said, I enjoyed this episode. I love the scenes, this uh, scene. I don't even know the cinematic however you want to say it the the buildings the building where Charlotte was the building where um um Dolores and Liam were I mean I'm like wow this is this is some and it looks futuristic too these are there there were some beautiful buildings unique buildings and just the whole the the cityscape and all the futuristic stuff I'm really enjoying this very much so so Look forward to seeing where we go this season, what journey um, Westworld is going to have us on, and how lost I'm going to be. 
and all that good stuff so on that note until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that was shy with her thoughts on the episode so some good stuff um you mentioned teddy he is in host heaven currently so we know that she does have five balls we don't know who those five balls are but we do know teddy is in host heaven um people did claim or complain that it was too hard to follow the uh, last particular two seasons so i will caveat because i can't talk right now the same thing that the showrunners did before the season wow i really am slurring like shit (laughs) before the season started you can clearly tell my state of being that this one would be much more straightforward storytelling no one listened don't make the same mistake <laughs> it's gonna be rather straightforward st- st- uh, storytelling it's, gonna, it's not gonna say it's not without you know any intrigue or mystery but it's not gonna be quite as uh crazy all over the timeline type of go into pandora's box as the last two were she was down with the the dress transition i thought it was nice as well uh who is bernard going to see i did not mention that part that he is going off to westworld i don't know if that's a good idea considering everybody's looking for you but sure 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 um Bernard disappoints me as a person sometimes. (laughs) You got your nemesis out here. She three three months, man. She's like and set the game apart, and your ass is out here butchering me. Like, come on, man. It wasn't until you got found out that you decided to go do something. Disappointed in you. Uh, And yeah, she did say. That little speech she gave Martin about the real gods that they're coming that you guys were trying to play God. But guess what? <laughs> so she she intends to bring her people forth. Like, look, this world is gonna be ours, whether y'all like it or not. And I I, I can't fully blame her except that it is taking away other people's choice. <laughs> it's where we always have beef. It's not even that and and i will say and we can discuss actually we'll just discuss it more uh, as the season goes on about some of the philosophy that is portrayed it is rather um heavily leveled in one direction but they do go into you know it, things being controlled systematic you know in this world this new world it seems as if people are put on paths the way in which hosts are put on paths there's more compatibility between the worlds than i think even dolores had suppositioned and and what does that mean going forward so it will be a very interesting journey and i'm glad you're here with us last but not least let's hear mimi's thoughts on this episode what up christina it's mimi this is my feedback for westworld season three episode one um when we finished season two last week i had no idea where this season was gonna go i honestly tried not to think about it because i knew there was not going to be a waiting period that we were going to get right into it next week so it wasn't too much of a concern 
Um, I was hoping that we got to see um, Bernard, Charlotte, I should say Charlotte Dolores and Dolores in the real world. And I was not disappointed. Um, first thing I want to say is when, when we were introduced to Ben uh, uh, Arnold in season three, I'm like, why he's so swole? Why he look like he in prison? <laughs> he looked like like the ultimate fuck boy. He had the beard going and the bald head. Every black dude that I know that a friend of mine dated that looked like that turned out to be a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> so that was the first thing I thought about when I saw him. <laughs> it's like, why, why he looked so like swole and muscular and like he's gotten younger. He looked like he in prison, but clearly you're not in prison. You're on a meat farm. I was like, okay, this is peculiar. It sucks that everybody blaming what happened at the Delos amusement park on fucking uh, Bernard. <laughs> and clearly that was probably the easiest way to describe it and to not put it back on Ford or anybody like that or say the host grew a conscience because then of course nobody's going to go to the park again. So it made sense. Um, but when we saw um Bernard like talking to himself giving himself commands and then answering it and then talking to himself I'm curious to know exactly how he figured that out like how he rigged that that's pretty cool um but then when we saw him beat the shit out of those two dudes I'm like oh that's how he got so swole he really he really out here working out to defend himself and it looks like he has to even switch who he is. Like he can't be Bernard and fight dudes, even though it's really still him. Like I, that is just really fascinating to me. Like, why can't you just tell yourself to fight? You know that you're a host. You know that you're a, like, you can just program yourself. You know, you have the capability to whoop their ass. So I don't understand why you can't do it. So that's interesting. Um, it was actually pretty awesome that we see that he's going back to Westworld. I don't know what we're gonna find. It looks like they're, um, from what Charlotte told that board meeting, that they're planning on reopening. So I'm assuming they must salvage some of the hosts, got them back um, working and programmed them. I, I'm not sure, but I am very interested. We know a shit ton of them were at the bottom of that ravine. So we'll see how that goes. Hoping we see Teddy and Maeve. Actually, I'll take Hector and um, Armitage as well. So that'll be good to see. Hopefully we get that next episode. It, you know, I don't know if they're going to move the focus or we're just going to be following Bernard. Um, the other thing I want to talk about um, is um, how boss as uh, Charlotte was at that board meeting. Charlotte slash Dolores <laughs> because um the first scene we got into was was Dolores you know infiltrating somebody's house <laughs> who had a smart house I just I rich people just blow my mind like I don't understand why you need so much technology why, why do you need a house to you know control the temperature in the room or to answer your phone like 
it just seems like you're just asking for trouble. I think that's humans finding ways to simplify things is going to be an issue in the future. Because if anything ever happens and technology isn't possible, we're not going to remember how to do shit. And that that is what honestly concerns me. Um, but I love how she just knew all that man's business. And it seems like she's targeting people that came to the park. So clearly she has their data. We know that she looked through people's stuff and it's destroyed. But I know they have like... You know they their memory is perfect but now I'm just curious to know how much she actually read because we I mean I should say I assumed that she only looked through a couple of files and was done but who knows how long they were there who knows how much information she actually got you know maybe she just looked through for important people maybe she didn't get rid of the stuff altogether um, Maybe for all we know, I should say for all I know, she could have sent it somewhere else to where she could have access to it later. Cause we know she had this plan in her head and I didn't get the impression that they told us what she was planning. So this must be us seeing it play out in hopefully real time. I don't want any more back and forth future past crap to confuse the shit out of me. I'm gonna need them to go in chronological order, but I digress. Anyway, um, I love how she dragged him for filth and told him that, you know, I'm not going to try and kill you, but you're going to try to kill me. And he did. And he killed himself. And then she told the wife, I just freed you. I was like, damn, that was dope. And the wife didn't look that great, uh, that um, distraught about her husband's head being split open. The initial shock, you could tell. But then after that, she was like, Wow, well, that's unfortunate. And then she must have thought about it and was like, fuck that dude. And he clearly has a type. He likes to terrorize Asian women. So good that he's gone. Because who knows? I, I just, when I saw his first wife and his second wife, I'm like, Lord, he was probably in the Japanese West world fucking everybody up. Like, just who knows what he did to those poor hosts both the men and the women the geishas and stuff like lord have mercy <sighs> anyway um so then we see i don't know why but the dude what's his name liam the little dorky guy that dolores was dating um his father built some type of algorithm and it seems like if i'm understanding correctly is that the algorithm they use to get people jobs? It seems like the world is in not in the best kind of way. They have people going out of their way to do drugs that sound terrible. Um, the buildings have like leaves growing on the side. Like I can't even imagine how much like, um, I guess, unkept property would have to be for a building that high to have leaves growing on the side like that to me usually looks like some when you see stuff like that it's like some type of dystopia type place um and people keep like that guy was Caleb was a military vet and he couldn't get a job and it sounds like he couldn't even get a hold of a real person um to understand you know what exactly was keeping him from getting a job so that sucked 
So they're doing petty crimes. And I love how he kept saying, I don't do personal, but then would continue to do personal. <laughs> it's like, this is why nobody believe you. Maybe you ought to say it and then leave. But I get it. He clearly needs the money um, with his mom and her, I'm assuming, dementia. She didn't even look that old. So that was pretty sad. Um, and then his friend, which... By the way, his friend is Kid Cudi, who's a rapper. I don't know if y'all saw that, but I was like, who keep giving this man roles? And he be taking roles where he really be acting. And I'm like, who knew that a guy that, that was a rapper could really be an actor? Like a lot of times I've seen rappers, they be look, they be trash. And I'm like, who gave this man the role? They be acting like they went to active school with Danielle Panabega. It's pretty awful, but he actually did pretty good. He wasn't didn't really say much and he didn't do much but I was pretty impressed and I was like okay Kid Cudi I'll allow you to have this role um it's sad though that at the end we find out that his friend is dead and it's I'm assuming some type of animated therapy where you get to talk to the person you die like that doesn't seem healthy at all how are you ever going to move on if you can pretend like the person is alive I'm not sure I don't know how I don't know what kind of therapy that is. I don't know if that's a real technique, but it seems counterproductive for to me personally. Um, let's see what else here. Okay, I don't know how I got sidetracked, but <laughs> um, the guy that Dolores was dating, I don't know why, but I kept waiting for us to find out that that was Ford's son. But then I'm thinking Ford was like in his 70s, right? 70s, maybe even 80s. So I, mean, I guess it's possible that he could have a kid that looks like they're in their 40s, but I don't know. And it seems like Ford has spent so much time in the park that how, like, if he did have children, how would he do it? And the way that he treated the, you know, thinking of the hostess as kids, maybe he really didn't have any. I don't know. But I don't know why, but I just thought, I don't know why I keep thinking his name is Liam. But Liam was Ford's kid. Um, the algorithm, you know, creating AI. Um, I was like, oh, is, that, is he talking about Ford? But I don't know. Um, I don't know what Dolores wants to do with this technology, but I have a feeling that it's related to her getting her host back, this new species that she's trying to bring forth to the world. Um, I, so far, I'm very intrigued. Um, I knew somehow Caleb and Dolores were going to meet up. Um, I don't know why, but I keep getting stub vibes from <laughs> the Caleb character, and I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't think that they look alike, but he just, I don't know why he reminds me of stubs. But anywho, um, I just wanted to get this. I am, I woke up and I was like, you know what, I'm going to see if I can finish watching Westworld. I did, but I do got to at least get another hour or so asleep before I have to go to work tonight so I'm just sending this now um sorry if it's jumbled and a whole bunch of shenanigans I didn't write notes I was just trying to get through the episode so um I can send this off so I will end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out I don't know what they're doing on this bed upstairs so if you're squeaking <laughs> and then it's jumping up on down on the bed I don't know it's just weird anyhow um that was Mimi with her thoughts on the episode um I thought it was a good observation that you made of him being in prison because he has been he's been imprisoning himself 
for what he perceives as his crimes which is basically condemning the end of all humanity by letting loose dolores with her um very anti-human viewpoints on the rest of the world you called uh or charlotte shaloris and i know where you got it from from last season but keep in mind that dolores put her own pearl back in her own body so who is in charlotte we don't know not at this point she also had personal interactions with the dudes that she was taking down both martin and jerry apparently they got physical with her (laughs) on their vacation so i think it's not just the people of the books that she read but some people she's actually had personal contact she's like yeah i'm taking all the rapists out we know she sent the host data away but we don't know what her plan is at this point which is uh very accurate she's also making hosts not choosing to be alone for long per her own words and the vegetation around that was not um like i know you said it was unkempt how you saw los angeles but i would say that is how people do gardening like vegetation is very like they talked about in the season one like people rich people grow gardens to show that they have wealth but like most people probably don't have access to gardens and stuff like that uh so that is my guess there but i don't i wouldn't say it's unkempt as much as uh it's just meant to show a little bit of how the wealth used there you know what is a kind of like a prize to have greenery as a luxury for themselves and then you say kid cuddy i'll allow you to have this role shots five liam thought that uh or mimi thought that liam was ford's kid you know that's fine because everyone thought that charlotte when she was first introduced was arnold's kid despite the fact that he had one or my favorite he was charlie inside of charlotte (laughs) i don't make this up y'all i know theories can get really crazy and we can't really make fun of people for theories but some of them i'm like it needs to make sense not just because they're both black (laughs) and i'm totally canonizing that ford was gay and was in love with arnold he died to the same song in the same manner as that man and i know exactly why you see stubs in caleb they both are mopey little losers (laughs) if you cannot tell you will and um future episodes so that is where we're gonna leave it for tonight if you want to send feedback on our next episode blackoncouch at gmail.com you can send in a written or audio format or you can comment below my social medias will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacko magic <laughs>